1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. The man, Elkanah, and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, so that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and dwell there forever. Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine. And she brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition that I made to him. Therefore, I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is lent to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, continuing on in 1 Samuel 1. Um, you know, I, I want to make an interesting note, and then Jennifer, you've got some good background to, to some of uh, Samuel's coming. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, in, in the book of Judges, like we said yesterday, it's a very uh, dark scene yes. where there is, um, there's literally like no presence of the Lord mentioned in the entire book of, of Judges. And in fact, there's only, so when we think of the presence of the Lord in the Old Testament, especially during this time, you're going to think of the tabernacle and the temple, because that is the one place where the presence of God descends uh, on, you know, from heaven to earth. Mm -hmm. And in the book of Judges, it's very interesting because the temple is only mentioned one single time in the entire book of Judges. And so it's, it's almost as if the the writer of judges is is making the statement that there is no presence of the lord during this time mm-hmm. and yet you have samuel now who is born and uh it says right here in verse 22 but hannah did not go up for she said to her husband as soon as the child is weaned i will bring him so that he may appear in the presence of the lord and dwell there forever and so samuel is this bright ray of hope in the mm-hmm. midst of a very dark situation mm-hmm. yeah. that he is actually going to be given to the presence of the lord so you have this figure that is going to be this bright presence um in, right. in the midst of dark israel during this yeah time. no that's such a great insight i think that again just there's so much more to Hannah than just wanting, just longing for a child. Um, and for sure, uh, you know, experiencing this terrible situation at home and um, being barren, but there is something in her that sees um, who God is and what he desires for his people. And so even in her personal longings, I think it's just like that. It's just a really beautiful picture of your will melting into the Lord's will so it's like it's not that she was necessarily praying for a ray of sun hope for right. the people of Israel, and yet she so believed in God and is ordering her life in a way that her will is actually lining up with God. Hmm. He's using her in this really powerful, uh, redemptive way. So, um, but we can, one of the other ways we can see that is that she prayed for a son in particular, and that she made this vow to God and. I know we've seen other places in the Bible where it says, you know, we are not to make vows um, lightly. They're not to be taken lightly. They're not to be mm-hmm. made in a yeah. rash way. Um, they're not meant to 
get God's attention. Like she didn't yeah. do it in that sense. She she already had already cried out to God. She knew mm-hmm. that he was listening. Yeah. Um, and they're not meant to make God do things, mm-hmm. um, you know, like making a deal with God in the way that we think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she definitely, I mean, this was an act of faith to say that she would dedicate, you know, Samuel to yeah. the service of the Lord forever. And then that she would also not cut his hair. It, it um, references that Nazarite vow um, mm-hmm. where that's, uh, you can read more about it in Numbers 6, um, 1 through 21. But we, the most familiar, I think, Nazarite is Samson. Mm-hmm. You know, we know all about his hair and yep. Delilah and all that. But obviously he was an unfaithful Nazarite um, for mm-hmm. most of his life in that the whole purpose of that vow was to set someone aside for a specific time to demonstrate to Israel the um, the devotion that they should have to the Lord, like mm. this this heart that would, yeah. um, you know, not, they also didn't drink strong drink. They didn't participate in some of the things of, you know, the regular life or whatever. But again, the, this whole set apart for something mm. beautiful and glorious for God. But anyway, to point the people to that, well, Hannah is setting um, Samuel apart for his whole life. Mm. And we see that again in John the Baptist. Mm. No, that's great. Yeah, and you know, the faith of Hannah just sticks out again in this passage. Mm-hmm. You've, you you referenced it a couple of times, but just her, I mean, you, you, you have to imagine she's this woman who was not able to have a child for so many years. And then she's able to have a child. I mean, the excitement, the joy that would come over her. Mm-hmm. And yet she had already promised that she would give this child to the Lord. And, uh, you know, immediately as Samuel is weaned, uh, he takes, uh, she takes Samuel and gives gives him to Eli to mm. to live you know in the presence of the Lord meaning right. go to the temple uh, with Eli and so y- you can imagine kind of the like bittersweetness of having the child but mm. then giving the child away and I, I I don't think any of the mothers listening need to we need to reassure like the Lord does not ask us to do this anymore and so I, I don't right. think there's a sense of you know, you're going to go give your child to the church or something like that uh, physically. But Mm -hmm. there is the sense that her faith can be instructive to us that the things that are most precious to us, we literally, you know, need to hold with open hands before the Lord to say, these are the Lord's and and not mine. And and it seems that that is what she is doing with Samuel. Yeah. I, I think Hannah is such a good model here of what it means or what it looks like to be faith-filled and also faithful. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought of Ecclesiastes 5, which is a good little ODR cross-reference. There we go. Um, <laughs> but uh, going back to Ecclesiastes from, you know, maybe last spring or whenever we did that. Yep. Um, it, it says, Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. Um, and then skipping down, it says, When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, mm. for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Mm. And I don't know, there, there's just like this very clear uh, example of, you know, following through mm. on what we, you know, promise to the Lord. And, and you know, we, I, I do think that we can kind of miss this theme in scripture uh, of, 
you know, obedience, uh, like mm. faithful obedience that is mm. doing what we say we're going to do uh, of actual repentance, you know, mm. and, and, um, or in Hannah's case, you know, just actually fulfilling, um, something that we say we're going to do. And, mm. and I don't know, we just don't see a ton of examples of that. And so it, it's a very helpful. She, yeah. And you can see in her, um, exclamation to Eli that there's no like um, begrudging mm. fulfillment of this mm. vow. Yeah, She's actually right. quite thrilled to um, mm. declare to him that, you know, she is the one reminding him of who she is, what is, and that, um, that God actually did answer her prayer and that here she is there. I, I'm only getting a sense of joy from this. And I think again, in Hannah's mind, being such a faithful and faith filled woman, um, having a child dedicated to the service of the Lord is not um, sad to mm-hmm. her. That mm-hmm. actually, you know, it's not like a um, like her child will be missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that she feels that this is a great privilege, a and great honor, will, and yeah. an honor for mm-hmm. Samuel. And that is also convicting to me as a mom, just to remember that it's not the the good things of you know material blessings and. Um, even future spouses and children's, you know, this kind of like good life thing that we imagine for our children, as much as there's real beauty in that, and those are gifts from God, that there's what I should ultimately desire for my children is that they serve the Lord mm. and they're dedicated to him and wherever he leads them and that I don't put any kind of um, limits on what mm. they would be willing to do for him because I don't want to see them that's right you know i want to lose them or whatever Mm. not experience the life we imagined very well put from a very great mom (laughs) thanks jennifer we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about hannah uh she she shows up in chapter two too uh also and so uh we'll we'll keep going for jennifer mcclish and will carlisle i'm barrett fisher thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.